All-star closer, Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time? Baseball isn't boring, baby. I'm Rob Bradford, and every single day I'm sitting down with the biggest names to show you this great game is the greatest game. It's my podcast. It's my passion. It's a cause I started more than two years ago and is now the most prolific national daily baseball pod. There is another fact, so jump aboard the B.I.B. Express. Follow and listen to Baseball Isn't Boring, presented by Wasabi Hot Cloud Storage on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. All-star closer, Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time? Baseball isn't boring, baby. I'm Rob Bradford, and every single day I'm sitting down with the biggest names to show you this great game is the greatest game. It's my podcast. It's my passion. It's a cause I started more than two years ago and is now the most prolific national daily baseball pod. There is another fact, so jump aboard the B.I.B. Express. Follow and listen to Baseball Isn't Boring, presented by Wasabi Hot Cloud Storage on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Little uh, technical uh, thing going on there. We lost the signal briefly, though, but that's all part of a uh, upgrade here. So it's uh, back. Thank you for texting us and letting and sorry us know. Sorry if you missed Steve's news. Maybe you could uh, go on it's the stream. And... <laughs> it's all not important. It's not all the news important. you need to know. It is very. By important. the way, I, w- I wore a sweatshirt today that I've had in my closet for many, many years, and I've I've glanced at it from time to time, and I've thought to myself, why did I get that sweatshirt? And then today I said, you know what? This sweatshirt actually looks like it's actually kind of like a designer sweatshirt. And I said, I'm going to wear it today and see if anybody says anything about it. And lo and behold, my co-host says, I love your sweatshirt. Is that like a designer sweatshirt? It looks like It's from Target. Tell people you got it from France. Yeah, France. It comes with cigarettes. Cigarettes in the pocket. Yes. But it's kind of got shiny sleeves. It's kind of a weird thing. It's very fashionable. And it's not, you know, your usual hoodie, which I'm not judging. I love a good hoodie. I've been going away from the hoodie because you shamed me. I did not hoodie shame you. But this is, you know, it has like a different fabric. It's a multi-fabric shirt. Like it seems intentional. It's got a zipper sleeve. It's got a pocket that has an interesting shape. The cigarettes. I don't think it's big enough. Maybe weed. Hey, speaking of weed, you know, weed is legal now. Well, what's the? We, oh, I know. We still don't have a cannabis director. No, because we had a suggestion, but then she had a problem with her taxes. And... So, what's the latest on that? Because I think people who actually sell, you know, gummies and stuff, want to know what's going on. We're going to be talking. Stephen Brown. Stephen Brown nothing is the owner hemp. of Nothing But Hemp. Right. And apparently, Adam Carter is a proprietor, or excuse, what's it called, a consumer of the Nothing But Hemp. I have supplies. been. Yes. So we're going to talk with Stephen about the changes in legal marijuana, uh, what you can sell, what you can't sell, what you can buy or not buy. So we'll talk to him coming up at 1035. How are we doing, folks? Good. Again, this is Josh Wheeler in mm-hmm. for Charlie, who is in for Dave. Yes. Nice we're to We're going meet, through nice uh, meet all of you listening. Hopefully. Rotating uh, door of uh, producers today. Yeah, indeed. The rotating door. I love it. It is a, a never-ending door here at CCO, us, us, me, and two other people. <laughs> um, Adam, we'll start with you. It's a bird. It's a plane. It's a plane. A small plane had to make an emergency crash landing on a busy Twin Saw Cities this. Highway Tuesday morning. Uh, thankfully, no one was seriously hurt. But uh, the gist of the story is 23-year-old pilot who is not named in the story took off from the Crystal Airport in the North Metro around 7 a.m. yesterday, heading to South Dakota with no planned stops. As he was returning around 10.30 a.m., guess what? The plane lost power in midair. Ooh. That is beyond scary. Uh, it's, it landed on a three-lane highway with railroad tracks that parallel the highway. And uh, basically, the, the, the gist of it is the pilot and the person that was alongside the 23-year-old was not hurt. Hit a couple, hit a couple cars on the way down, obviously, in some power lines. But uh, uh, landed about two and a half miles from the airport. Uh, 
Have you ever heard of a plane landing in the metro area? Yeah, actually, you know, sadly, it's ha- you know, I remember a time where there were like two planes collided over downtown St. Paul mm, from the oh, Holman Airport. Wow. That was when I was like in high school, and they fell onto ninety four, and I think both pilots in that case were killed. Thankfully, I don't mm. think anybody on the ground was. But yeah, could you imagine driving on the road and then suddenly a plane lands? Right. <laughs> I mean, thankfully, this is the best case scenario where nobody's that. hurt, and young young pilot too. Um, are you comfortable in smaller planes, Jordana Green? No, no. My my uncle is a pilot and um, had a couple of those small planes in his. Just a just he was not a commercial pilot. Right. He was just a, for fun. Yeah, you sure. Know. Um, and I did fly with him once. I flew with him uh, from the East Coast, I think, back here because we were having a family gathering. And he's like, I'll take you back. It'll yeah. be fun. And we landed at Flying Cloud. And, I mean, it was okay, but I was, like, kissing the ground when we got down. See, it's just not for me. For some reason, and I've overcome – I had fear of flying pretty heavily yeah. in my, like, yeah. 20s into my mm-hmm. 30s into my 40s. I've overcome it significantly now, but I actually – I preferred smaller planes because, like, I could see what was happening. So I think it was a control thing. Mm -hmm. So I was actually more comfortable in smaller planes, but now I'm kind of over that. All right, let's move on to the next one here quick. Jordana, we'll start with you on this one. The holiday season is upon us, and uh, for many it's a time of joy and gathering, but also for many it's feeling isolated, lonely. Uh, There is now a a program, I should say, where you can be a Santa to a senior where you can pretty much donate money towards a program that will basically provide you know a, vis- a Santa visit to various senior homes around the Twin Cities area. You can visit BeASantaToASenior.com to donate money and see where you can provide help to seniors uh, this holiday season. Uh, John Stuck, who is the owner of Home Instead Senior Care of Minneapolis, is uh, kind of operating this program, and uh, it's allowing shoppers to uh, – basically buy the essential products for these seniors and provide any gifts that are essential, you know, anything from hygiene to, uh, I believe, some uh, salvageable item. I'm trying to think of, like, the, the dry, dry good items. We'll just put it that way. Uh, the program is expected to serve 2,500 older adults this season. Your thoughts, Jordan, on this? I love this. I, it's just – I think this is sweet and adorable and nice. I don't know that seniors want hygiene items for Christmas. <laughs> Yeah. I mean, hopefully sure. they can take care of Here's that the themselves. Here's the deodorant, uh, Grandma. Yeah. I'm all you out. need it. I yeah. think they would prefer if you came in and fixed their computer <laughs> yeah. or taught them how to FaceTime. My VCR. Right. CCL, but I, CCL's off the air. Right. Yeah. But I also think that, I mean, what this program needs, or, or I'm grateful to this program and the person who started it. I think it's terrific. But loneliness is an epidemic yes. in yeah. this country. And... I one visit a year from Santa. That's great. It, it will make them feel good, and that's fine. But I think you know, creating a network of these seniors, either that are alone or young people that could visit them yes. once a month or once a week, I think that's really what we need. We need more than just the one visit. I love this program. Do it. I'm not saying don't, yep. but boy, we should acknowledge that. Loneliness is a problem and exacerbated over the holidays. I signed up to be a, uh, a stripper Santa one time. Oh, nice. And then you would show up at various locations. And I, accident- I accidentally went to a, an assisted living home. Okay. And Best Christmas that. they ever had. Well, huh? I'll tell I you, about that. I, yeah. it was well received. No doubt. No doubt. Ho, ho, they couldn't ho. see anything. Ho, but... ho, ho, indeed. <laughs> <laughs> Me ruining a story about loneliness. Yeah, way to go. Uh, We'll go to another one here. Uh, the Gophers are in the news, Adam, and uh, it's not a bowl game yet. So at least we haven't figured out where they're going to go. 
Uh, it's not they're going to the national the college football playoff as well. Ethan Calliot Manis, he has announced he is formally entering the transfer Into portal, the portal after about a two year stint with them after taking over with Tanner Mor- uh, taking over for Tanner Morgan last season. Obviously, this season was not the season he was hoping for. I think heading into this year, there was a lot of high expectations for uh, Mr. Kaliak Manis. And uh, I guess, what would you, what, what do you think the reasoning would be for him just after one bad year as a freshman, even saying, ah, I'm, I'm, I'm up, I'm packing my stuff and leaving. I think probably just from the bad experience and Mm -hmm. that it was, and I don't know. I mean, I don't have any inside information on whether or not he gets along with PJ Fleck or if there was some, Maybe there was some instance where the offense that he's running, uh, you could off, you could say that his coach didn't have any faith in him. Yeah, and which was fairly obvious in the decision making that PJ Fleck, which PJ Fleck has been roundly criticized for, and that I mean, if you're making those coaching decisions, that's telling you as a quarterback, yeah, we don't have faith in you. Um, so I don't blame him at all for saying, and now he has the ability to do that. Say, so you know what, I'm gonna. Try it somewhere else. Do you think maybe it's an NIL thing? Ah, uh, maybe more wants more money. Where they can get well, more good money luck elsewhere. to you, Nathan. Yeah. I don't, you know, it's like not you're not exactly tearing it up. So yeah, I mean, I, it gives these kids a, a fresh start somewhere else, which is great. And I, I don't blame him at all for leaving. Sure, what he said. Yeah. <laughs> all right, that'll do it for quick takes today. All I got is a few, so uh, glad we could get through that. I got a couple of questions okay. that I would like to ask you. Have you gotten gas lately? I have to get it today, but yes, I've I've got, I've got my big pickup truck, so I just suck it down. And you do destroy you the environment down. with mm-hmm. every tank. You know me. I know. I feel sort of like you because the car I'm borrowing from my dad has a giant tank, and at one point it was costing me a hundred dollars yeah. to fill crazy? up yeah. my tank, um, and that was just a few months ago. And now it's like sixty to fill up the tank. And that is a huge decrease. I mean, that's a, a huge boon. And all of us thought, wow, there's a war in the Middle East. And isn't everybody going to panic about oil prices? And that's not what happened. But a few months ago, when we were talking about gas prices being so high, Adam said to me, he's seeing these thanks Biden stickers all over the gas. No, it's I did that. It's got like crazy Joe like oh, pointing. Is that what it says? I did that. Is that what it says? You put it right on the uh, the price of the of the ga- gallon of gas. So now that gas prices are lower, are people taking off the stickers? Now they're Trump stickers. Yeah. Well, yeah, I, I, I did, did that. that. <laughs> I'm not president, but I did that, and he's doing his little dance where he's. Pumping his fists. You know, so that. just curious about that. If you're someone who put off the sticker, do you have to go take it down now? Do you cover it with a new sticker? It's vandalism, by the way. You uh, can't put a sticker oh, really? on a pump. Well, you yeah, can't? that's no, it's can't do that. You, are you still seeing those? those I haven't seen stickers? one in a long time. You have? Yeah. Oh, yeah. All right. Are you still seeing them? And do we need to change the stickers? We'll talk next. All star closer, Kenley Jansen. We have a question. What's the best podcast of all time? Baseball isn't boring, baby. I'm Rob Bradford, and every single day I'm sitting down with the biggest names to show you this great game is the greatest game. It's my podcast. It's my passion. It's a cause I started more than two years ago and is now the most prolific national daily baseball pod there is. Another fact. So jump aboard the B.I.B. Express. Follow and listen to Baseball Isn't Boring, presented by Wasabi Hot Cloud Storage on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.